guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. Megan and I were actually struggling with what to talk about for this week's episode. We didn't come up with it until about an hour ago. Um, and if you're wondering when we're recording this, it's Wednesday, the day before no, it goes up. No, it's not. Up. It's Tuesday. Oh, wow. We're my day just got really mixed up. Or we're not that far behind. We're actually like going to get this up with plenty of time to spare. So Sierra doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Evidently, I don't. Um, but then Sierra had a really good idea. She decided that we should talk about our kind of mindset on do you regret going to college, talk about pros and cons of us being in college, or just like a lot of YouTubers especially have different journeys that they decide to go on or different paths that they take. Mm-hmm. And we're going to dive into like all the different ones that people do. So that's kind of what this episode is focused yeah. around. We'll be starting with our journey and like what led us to conclude with us going to college instead of pursuing YouTube. We're going to talk about if we regret that decision as well. And then we're also going to jump into what do other YouTubers factor into their decisions? Or like, not even just YouTubers, like musically people. I would love to musically talk about that also. I know we didn't now. plan for that, but that's just very interesting to me how like they chose their profession, I guess. Um, but before we get into that, it's time to talk about our weekly spotlights. So I'll start with mine first. Uh, the summer class that Megan and I have been talking about so much, I think in almost every podcast, uh, it finally finished, and we both got an A in it. So, so happy. So just really relieved to have that class out of the way, especially since I think we said the rate my professor's yeah. reviews for this class were not good. So I was like, maybe this is like the class that I was taking L on, uh, but it turned out to not be too difficult with a lot of effort. I was horrified going <laughs> into this class. I was like, you know, I could handle chemistry. I handled biology. I've handled anatomy and physiology, but I think this class might be the one where I just can't do enough to get a grade that I want. Um, for me, like I'm always aiming for an A in a class and the rate my professors, like people would be like, I had an A in biology and like this class I like just could not get a good grade on. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if she was like, was happier this summer. She was not a hard grader whatsoever. At least I didn't think she was. And I feel like I put in for like the projects and assignments, like not like an over, like I didn't put that much effort into them. I put in like the effort that I thought was necessary but then it was like I didn't miss any points on any of the assignments so I didn't think I put in any effort that was outside of the norm of what I would normally do for a college class and then I honestly kind of think that she had to have like switched up the final exam so Mm -hmm. our final exam was 50 questions it was the exact same like percentage of our grade as our previous two exams which we had done well on both the exams we like studied well for them but the last unit was it was kind of tricky to like figure out what you like were supposed to know for that class or like for the exam And then on the actual exam, there were more questions where it was like, you had to apply things and then it was just harder. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that I left thinking, you know, I might have missed like six or more, but then I also knew that I wasn't super worried because I had a good enough grade where I could have gotten like a 75% Mm -hmm. on the final to get an A. Um, But then we checked our grades and I ended up getting a hundred percent on that last exam. and And I just, I don't believe that. Honestly, I really don't. I had four starred, but I was like iffy about even more of them. But again, I was like, I could do pretty bad and like, whatever, like I'll still do fine in the class. And so I was like, okay, this is fine. And then I got a hundred percent and I was like, I like really, really, really Mm -hmm. don't think I got a hundred percent on that exam. Yeah. I missed one question and I checked that and I was like, that's not right. I don't think, but But I'll take it. (laughs) Whatever. You know, the class is done and over with now. You guys are really happy. Stop here us talking about it. Yeah. This is the last time we'll talk about it. Promise. Um, my weekly spotlight was that I had just like a really good productive day today. I actually still have like more to do, but I'm just feeling good of like, like with what I've gotten done today. So I woke up actually like pretty late. I woke up at like 10. I feel like it's kind of funny because the most, like when you feel like you have a, you've had a productive day, usually it's just doing the things that you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And then you like never actually, you actually do them. Mm -hmm. 
So I woke up. We are working with, we're doing a partnership right now, so I had to check some emails for that and edit, like re-edit a video and get that sent back to them. I've been like talking with them all day, trying to just like get things figured out. Um, I think we're getting closer to the finish line for that project, so that's exciting. Um, as well as I had a physical that I had to do today, as and I had to do a TB test with that, just like as a requirement for inpatient PT shadowing. And I was like, I'm finally getting that done. Um, and then I, I had like a super like adult moment where I was like, I had stuff that I had to go pick up from a pharmacy. And then I, last time me and Sarah did this, it was like, not like a tragic experience or anything, but I'm the kind of person where like, when I'm doing something like this. For the first time. I wanted my mom to tell me exactly like word for word what I was supposed to say to the person like when we got to the counter, because again, this was my first time going to pick something up from the pharmacy. And I was just like, I need to know exactly what I'm supposed to say, like, oh my gosh, what I'm <laughs> supposed to say in order for her, like, to not be confused. And she was like, just didn't really help us out, like, just go say something. And then it wasn't really, like, word for word, so I was like, okay, I'll do my best. And then me and Sarah go to the counter, and we, like, say something about we're here to, like, pick up a prescription. And then she was confused. I think the key word that we left out was we're here to, like, fill a prescription, because somehow when that got brought up, everything she made sense again. She was like, oh, again. yeah, okay, um, sure. Long story short, it still wasn't that complicated, but today... I went to the pharmacy, things ran so smoothly, and I was just like, wow, I did that, and it was not that hard. And it's just like little things like that where I was like, go me. I was able to pick something up from the pharmacy, like day of, I would have like preferred to just like push that off and be like, I'll do it tomorrow, or like maybe I'll like make my mom do it. But I was like, no, Megan, like you're 19, you can do this. Like I went to the doctors by myself today, like because I started doing that because I'm like becoming an adult. And so I'm like, wow, these things are not that hard. Yeah. And then on top of that, this isn't really my spotlight, but I also feel like I've had a pretty productive day. Um, I've been emailing back and forth, finally, people that I've been emailing about job shadowing. I was like, I don't know if anyone's like going to respond to me because I emailed them a couple days ago. But then weirdly, both of the places that I emailed responded to me this morning. So I've been going back and forth with them all day, trying to set something up. And I think that that's quickly going to resolve itself. So, And then yeah. also, Sierra and I had so much laundry we had to do today, but it was like towels because like we don't live at our mom's house all the time. So we just had this like giant pile. We like will shower towels. there and then we'd be like, well, I got to go to Iowa City. So I like, can't bye. do laundry right now. And so we finally got that done. And again, it was not that hard, you guys. Like it was not as annoying as I thought it was going to be. It really didn't take that much time or effort. And so I'm just like, things are honestly so much easier than you think they're going mm-hmm. to be. And I'm trying, like, I'm also going to try and work out after we do this podcast, and I'm just like, have you ever heard of the, go? like, it's either the two-minute or five-minute rule or something where it's like, when you don't want to do something, just well, do yeah, it for I two minutes or five minutes, and then you realize that it's not that bad, and you can keep going? Yeah, I've heard of I think that. that's probably pretty true for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you start doing laundry, and you're like, this isn't that bad. Like, I can throw in another load or whatever. So. I agree. I need to live by that more often. So that was kind of our weekly spotlights. I think what we're going to do to kind of jump into the episode is we're going to start by talking about more so our path first, and then we're going to, and how we made our decision, as well as like, we're going to then talk talk about other people on YouTube and their decisions, and just, we're going to get into like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So first, obviously we have to start with a disclaimer. Everything that we're going to say is our opinion. We probably won't get to cover every side of every situation. And ultimately, I understand that whatever these YouTubers decide is their own choice. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we can't have an opinion about it. So we're going to talk about the things that factored into our decision about whether or not we're going to go to college. I think that ultimately it starts with the root of we have always grown up planning on going to college. We grew up as Iowa State fans and then we 
slowly transitioned into becoming Hawkeye fans. Actually, it was a pretty rapid transition. I think, like, our junior year of high school, we were, like, cheering on the Cyclones for the Iowa State game. And then our senior year, we were, like, actually the Hawkeyes. I feel like it's because we... We really grew up always intending to go to college. Both of our parents went to college. Our mom went right away after high school, and then our dad actually thought he was going to like farm at first, and then he did that for a little bit, and then he decided to move to Des Moines from his small town, and he started getting different jobs then, but then he like still hadn't gone to college. And then he got to a point where he was like he couldn't move up any further in his job because it was like required to have a bachelor's degree and he didn't have that. So he saw all these people that he was like, I'm more qualified than them, or like he felt more qualified, but he like didn't have the degree to mm-hmm. back that up. So he's like, Okay, I'm gonna go to college. And so he actually went to like night school and I think he like went over like ten years. Yeah. It like was a long time, but he eventually got his bachelor's degree and this was like while um, me and Sierra and our older sister Haley were growing up, so it was like while wow, he had a family. I mean, he but finished he did. when he was pretty young. Like yeah. I don't remember him being in school. Yeah, I agree. But like again, he wasn't a traditional student. He did end up going to college though. And I think that that also factored in, factored into our decision to go to college because he started off not going to college, and then he was like the person that went after the fact and got it later and said college is very valuable and it opens a lot of doors in your life based on his own experience. Uh, that degree was really necessary for him to move up in his company, and now he's uh, pretty high up in his company. He's like kind of his own boss. Yeah. Uh, so I think that for him, and based on his, his experiences, it's like, yeah, college is a good idea. Yeah, I think it was just, again, it wasn't like we had parents that had started their own companies, or, you know, there weren't any, like, paths that was like, okay, what else do you consider now? It was always like, our parents really encouraged us to go to college, and I think just where we're from, like, in Iowa— Almost always it is, like, the next step to be like, mm-hmm. okay, you finish high school. I mean, some people You go farm. to college. And some pe- yeah. I mean, yeah. But we're but from, like, like, the smaller city. Town. We're from, like, the cities in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, there are cities. And so it's, like, you finish high school and 99% of people, that's probably wrong, but, like, a lot of people <laughs> go to college, whether that's community college right after high school or they go to a main college. Um, and very few people, at least I feel like, decide not to do that. Yeah, I think it's very not common in Iowa for someone to consider, like, uh, doing, like, YouTube or, like, yeah. any sort of influencing. And if people in Iowa do choose to do that, I think most of them move out of the state and move yeah. to California or something to pursue that. Which also, I've never felt the need to move out of Iowa. I want to live in Iowa for my I entire like life. I have said that kind of a lot. So, and Iowa's just also not the place to grow up and work if you want to be in the entertainment industry because it doesn't have much for that. Yeah, usually you definitely have to move. Um, before we jump into deciding on college and what one we wanted to go to and picking that over YouTube or doing it, I guess, simultaneously with YouTube, we wanted to finish up by talking about us in high school. And so sometimes YouTubers will decide, okay, I'm going to actually like pursue online school maybe instead and finish up high school that way. Sierra and I actually went to a public school throughout like our whole entire K through 12 education. And then just because our YouTube channel started getting bigger. We never once even considered, I guess, dropping out and like doing online school. That's not technically dropping out, but um, we stayed with public school the entire time we were in high school, and I don't regret that at all. I think that it's really good socially and like just, I guess, living a normal kind of life. Yeah, I would agree. I also didn't ever think about dropping out or like, I'm a YouTuber now. Like, I shouldn't have to go to public school. Like, that was never even like in my radar of like, YouTube and school intermixing or like affecting one another. It was just like I am a student, and on top of that, I do YouTube on the side, just like some people do, like their job that they work. 
another thing to consider as far as like making the initial decision on like, okay, do we keep doing YouTube? Especially because Maggie was still a year younger than us. She still is a year younger than us. But me and Sierra deciding first before Maggie was still like having to make that decision. It was like, maybe like, should we have stayed a year behind or should we, you know, just continue doing YouTube while it's doing so well, especially because the summer going into our freshman year of college was like the best time we had on YouTube as far as like videos, views, and how much we were earning. Like that was like the peak. And so some people would maybe argue like, why not stick with that? That's what drives a lot of YouTubers to make that decision and say, no, I'm going to pursue YouTube. But something to keep in mind as well is that there's three of us on this channel Um, We're also partnered with a network, which does take some of our money. It's obviously not like a huge cut, but there's like things like that where people don't really think about that makes it so that this huge giant amount of money that maybe people think we're earning is actually not as much, especially like on an individual basis. So that's something else to consider. There's a lot of YouTubers that like only have them on that channel, maybe even multiple channels that they're on and they only have themselves to worry about, whereas we had all three of us. Mm -hmm. going off of what Megan was just saying some people have like one person per like they might have two or three channels Mm -hmm. they earn the revenue from all those channels amazing uh whereas for us we have one channel between three people you can imagine that that gets split up much smaller than we would what you would originally think like a channel with 1.8 or 1.9 million subscribers would make and also I mean dividing things in thirds like that really it cuts it down quite a bit Mm -hmm. and then also just like the kind of content that we make I don't think anyone really realizes and I guess we can get into like the whole you know kid content kind of thing but I don't think anyone realizes how non-sustainable our videos that we were making were Mm -hmm. because obviously our channel was focused on cheering gymnastics because we grew up doing cheering gymnastics and we wanted to make videos about that because we were in seventh grade when we started our channel and that was all we knew was cheering gymnastics but then we grew up and obviously we're all retired from doing cheering gymnastics so doing those types of videos are not the kinds of things that we can still do. We can't still do, like, what's my hardest homeling skills? Um, And, like, you have to imagine in, you know, when I'm 30 years old, what can I do on this channel? And the answer is probably not much gymnastics. And so it was really easy for us to continue making videos from seventh grade when we started the channel all the way until high school because we all stayed pretty much in our sports. I know Maggie had, like, a short time off, but she was still able to, like, do videos and we made it work. Um, But for the most part, that was, like, a time period where we had nothing to worry about about the content that we were making on our channels because it like made sense we were all willing and capable of doing things on the channels and I feel like if anything especially as we were getting older like our editing skills were getting better so idea wise and content wise we could stay the same and then technique wise I guess as far as videos and content and ideas go we had like more ideas we were more creative we could put more time and effort into our videos which is why I feel like right at the end before we started college was why it did so well was because like all of those things kind of came together came together and then going off like what I said about talking about kids content I never want to be like the 30 or 40 year old woman who's like making videos that is like clickbait intended for little kids to watch and like not make any sense yeah you know I mean don't get me wrong those youtubers can make a lot of money doing so it just is like that's not what I want to be doing I don't feel like that has like a lot of integrity and so we were just like, let's not. If you guys notice, we have been doing more gymnastics related videos. That's what I was But we're focused more so, at least right now, on what videos do we want to do right now. We're not trying to make the thumbnails super clickbaity or colorful like they used to be. We're trying to have them mature with us. And again, we don't know if we're going to keep doing these gymnastics videos all the time. Mm-hmm. We are it's going been, to keep doing what we feel like doing, I guess. It's been kind of a struggle trying to figure out 
you know, I am like this more mature person now, but that doesn't mean like my love for gymnastics has necessarily stopped and I enjoyed making videos about that. I like going back and trying new skills. So how can I make mature content? But like, you know, because our channel used to be like really kid friendly and focused, it is still a kid friendly channel. Yeah, so. definitely not much has changed as far as like things being inappropriate, but it's hard because sometimes gymnastics or cheer videos come off as like inherently being childish and oh, we're trying to so annoying. not have that be the case. And so if we do gymnastics or cheer videos, we are trying to make sure that they are well done, well thought out, and not like we're trying to still put off like our genuine personalities on the channels and like what they are now versus what they used to be. I was also just going to touch on what Megan just said about uh, gymnastics stuff being flagged as inappropriate now. What's really annoying is that for the longest time we had zero issues with YouTube or like getting ads on our videos because we're like a very friend family friendly channel. And then I'm sure you guys saw that whole thing where like there like the initial the, apocalypse didn't affect us whatsoever. Yeah, that was like I don't even know what year, year what that was. It was a couple years ago. But then earlier this year, I think it was there was that like uh, YouTube pedophilia problem that like people found out about where if like you clicked a couple videos, like suddenly you found like all these girls doing gymnastics, and that's very problematic because all these like it was in a way kind of related to the sax channels too, almost. Yeah, it's like weird content where like there's young girls doing like skits and stuff which honestly like isn't really inherently weird but like I guess pedophiles like that so but what's know. interesting is how they choose to tackle the problem I understand okay so if you're wondering we did get hit by that a pretty little hard bit. and then I think they went back and corrected some of the videos because I was like this round-off tutorial is not inappropriate because they demonetize one yeah. of the round-off tutorials and there was, was nothing ridiculous. inappropriate about it and so stuff and like then, that hold on, sorry I just <laughs> also wanted to say because I've been talking to Megan about this um, I was like, if there was a guy that was doing this runoff tutorial, the exact same thing would it have been demonetized. Probably not. Or more recently, our most recent slip and slide video was partially demonetized. So not all the way demonetized, but they said that it had, I'm trying, I don't remember exactly what it said, but because I know none of, the, none of the other stuff was in the video, the only thing that could have been problematic was partial nudity because apparently Nike pros <clears throat> and sports bras are problematic but then sierra's like someone some guy could be shirtless and that'd be totally fine mm -hmm. um so i guess we'll be probably not doing any more like slip and slide or acro yoga challenge videos because it just like kind of sucks when you like put that much effort into a video and then you just like end up getting nothing from it because then they stop pushing those videos out too so it doesn't earn so it was like doing views. well at first but then obviously as soon as they say okay this actually is like kind of inappropriate for whatever reason then they're not going to like push it out as much which means you're still not going to get as many views as you normally would Anyway, sorry for this little side tangent. I still or, think it's interesting. No, I still had one more thing to add. All right, go for it's it. It's interesting to me how YouTube handles, like, tackling this problem, I guess, because all I do is, like, demonetize the, the video, video, which means that the people and, that they're, like, the pedophiles that are, like, watching the videos are, like, they still have access to the video. It's not like the video is not there mm -hmm. anymore. So the only person being punished is the creator who was not trying to make a an inappropriate video. Um, I understand. perceived that way. Yeah. And again... The, I guess what it does is like makes the creator stop making the video because we're not going to make those videos anymore. But it's still annoying when you make the content knowing that there's nothing wrong with it and that nothing is inappropriate about it. But YouTube is like, no, this could be perceived differently. And you guys, I went back and watched the Slip Inside video again and I still don't think it should have been partially demonetized or whatever it was. But it's just something where you can't, like you feel like you can't just, I guess, mess around with those ideas anymore because you don't want that to happen again. Yeah, that's been another reason why we're like, dipping our toes slowly back into the gymnastics world and doing more like products because it's still or, it know, definitely whatever. isn't and probably never will be what it used to be and i remember you could keyword gymnastics into any title i'm pretty sure and i'm like instant someone video. like do this yourself but like i'm pretty sure gymnastics does not pop up 
as with. a suggested search anymore. It doesn't on my computer, which means that like if it's not popping up, they're like trying to hide it, in my opinion. And at the same time, another thing that I've noticed, at least on our computers personally, is if you search gymnastics, a lot of what pops up now is like old gymnastics competition videos or like from corporations. Like, yeah, like USAG, uploaded. like Simone Biles, like the, that's what pops up. Whereas I know for a fact, gymnastics used to always like be our videos. videos, like all the time. They'd cover that page. And I know while we've become less popular that like our most recent videos should still be like Popping on that up. page or videos from us in general. And that just doesn't happen anymore, which makes it really confusing as someone who like centered their whole channel around that. And like, that was what we were successful doing. It's just like, okay, well now what I do, because I'm trying to like change my content anyways, but I don't really have like a base or starting point. Um, anyway, anyways, sorry for that long tangent. Hopefully like that was like, we could do a whole episode I about think that. We do want to do a video or not a video. Sorry. Um, a podcast with Maggie where we'll probably talk more about growing up on YouTube and we can talk more about channel specifics like that. But that yeah. was just like a little tangent to give you a taste so if of you were, what we if have If that piqued your with. interest, let us know and we can definitely dive further into that when we have a podcast with Maggie. I think we're actually trying to record that soon, so that may or may not be next week's podcast. Um, but yeah, we're going to get back to this podcast episode. Um, so our next kind of bullet point that we wanted to touch was that we had a plan for what we wanted our future career to be. I know a lot of, uh, not even just YouTubers, but like students in general don't know what they want to do when they go to college. So they like don't have, they're like an undecided major. Mm -hmm. Megan and I have known that we wanted to be physical therapists since we were like juniors in high school. And so we've been like, okay, gotta finish high school, gotta go to college and then gotta go to grad school. Yeah. Um, we actually, Sierra's the one that decided first that she wanted to do PT and then I looked into it more because obviously... Like I said, we'd always planned on going to college, so the next thing kind of comes, okay, what kind of careers might I want to do? What does that education look like? And so that was like a natural next step for us as we were getting ready to apply to college. Obviously, for people that are undecided and are not sure what they want to do, that makes it automatically just more difficult when you're getting into college or even deciding, you know, if you want to go to college, which is something we're going to talk about, yeah, which especially more to specific the to YouTubers. Of yeah, them choosing YouTube. I also just wanted to end this by saying, um, I've always been like a pretty intelligent, like academic fo- focused person. I did very well in high school, got good grades, did well in the ACT. And then like Meg and I both have a very nice academic scholarship yeah. to the University of Iowa. And I just knew that if I didn't pursue a career that required higher education, I wouldn't feel fulfilled. Like there's, I think between creativity and intelligence, a lot of YouTubers are like, I'm like a creative type, like school wasn't for me. And like, I'm very much the opposite. I feel like school is very much for me, and, like, I would pride myself more in my intelligence than my creativity. I agree. And so that also just kind of tied into us knowing that um, while YouTube is great on the side, and, like, it really is one of our passions because, I mean, I pretty much, like, right now it's, like, school and YouTube and me trying to balance both of those things. One, obviously being career-focused, and then YouTube currently is a career right now, but also, like, it started initially as just something we wanted to do for fun, And I don't feel like that, like, while it became successful, that doesn't automatically mean that means that has to be our career, that we have Mm -hmm. to pursue that. Because we started this in seventh grade, guys. And I have always said, like, I'm not going to let seventh grade Sierra decide what, like, 30-year-old Sierra's life is going to look like, you know? Like, just because you started YouTube now and, like, it's successful now doesn't mean you have to keep doing it, keep trying it and, like, tiring yourself out, especially because I feel like, I know, I don't even, like, feel like I know that if that was my sole career and, like, in my opinion, some other people that choose to do YouTube might disagree, but you are bound to like become less relevant 
And so I knew that I didn't want to have that strain of like, okay, planning a video, not knowing sure how it's going to do. Like I already feel that right now. I can't imagine having this be my sole career and the only like end that I have to look yeah, forward to. Yeah, the only thing to. you've got going. And like not knowing how it's going to play out because there's obviously people that made that decision in the past, like people that used to like be the, the face of YouTube and um, won't they're say not names, but they're not now. doing that well now. And everyone was like, that could never happen. Like I will never stop watching you. But people do. YouTube mm-hmm. always changes. You the people that are famous, <laughs> the people that are famous on YouTube right now, were not famous five years ago. The people that were famous five years ago are probably not nearly as relevant now as they used to be. And so I didn't want to have that mental strain of like feeling like a failure or like you're just not as relevant. Mm-hmm. That is bound to happen and like is not your fault. Yeah, I didn't want that not to failure. It's a cyclical process. Like relevancy, like that's what happens over time. Name like one person who has remained relevant for. An extended period of time. And I'm sure there's very few. So again, it was just, I didn't want to have YouTube be my end goal. And so that was really like the key thing. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of going to, be, going to be transitioning into other YouTubers. I think that the biggest thing to remember with our decision is that we had another plan of what we would rather do than just YouTube. And a lot of YouTubers probably don't have like any desired major that they plan on going into, or they may not know if they want to go to college. And that's what leads them into considering, okay, I'm at this crossroads of like, do I, you know, pursue college or do I do YouTube? And then they have to make their decision. So I guess what we're going to start off with is talking about maybe advice to YouTubers or just like, in our opinion, things that more YouTubers should consider as far as like, should they pursue YouTube? Should they not? Should they go to college? Should they not? Um, I guess, first of all, let's start with high school because obviously most of these people are starting in high school and maybe they're building a successful YouTube channel. I think, this is a personal opinion, but I think there should be absolutely no reason for you to not finish high school. And honestly, I feel like the best way to do it is how you've always done high school and not to just change because all of a sudden you have a successful YouTube channel. At least for me personally, regardless of how many subscribers I had on YouTube, I always felt like myself and like not like, I felt like the exact same level as everyone else around me. I didn't feel like I required any more special time or treatment or being away from school in order to pursue things related to YouTube. And so it was never a question to me to, oh, like drop out of um, high school or like do online school because I just like need the extra time to mm-hmm. focus on my YouTube channel. And so like an example of another YouTuber who has mm-hmm. done a very good job, she finished her high school actually this year, Hannah Maloche. Uh, she lives in Michigan. She actually completed her public school just like any normal teen would uh that's what megan and i did that's what maggie did and i think that some youtubers think that when you continue through public school you give up all the opportunities that that other youtubers get and that's really not true one just because of the fact that like schools can't really like make you go to school like you have to miss a lot of days of school before the the government comes and like gets involved with like or like for you to be behind or just like be like if you're able to like time manage and, like, are serious about taking your YouTube channel seriously, then you should also be able to say, I'm going to do that, like, in addition to doing high school. Because, like, honestly, high school is not that hard. You should be able to finish high school. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know Hannah Maloche, she went on her dope trip to Fiji, and that took up, like, the first week, I think, of her senior year. And, like, she came back from that just fine. Like, she still probably did, like, a lot of things for her YouTube and her brand and like skipped probably a lot of school but like she got it done she graduated obviously like because she out of the amount like the entire school year you're not missing that much school relative to like how much you're still there yeah um people think like well she wouldn't have been able to like do all of that if like she had i don't know what i'm saying like some people would be like i wouldn't be able to do all that stuff if i was still in 
a normal high school, but like, yes, you can. Yeah. And then um, from our own personal experience, we have example. like one little example. Um, we got to go to the Olympic Media Summit in March of 2016 to interview some Olympic hopefuls. And that took place a couple weeks before spring break. So we were obviously still in school, but it was too cool of an opportunity to pass up. So we were like, okay, well, we're going to see, see you later at school. Yeah. And we're going to go do that. But then we completely caught back up. No problem. Like, it's not that hard to do stuff like that while still being in school. We recorded all our videos, like, weekly or twice a week, which is the exact same amount I feel like normal YouTubers are posting anyways. And so, I guess, and we had, like, a sport that we were doing outside of that as well. Mm -hmm. So, and honestly, what a lot of people do now for videos is vlog. Right. It's not, if you're vlogging especially, like, it's not that hard to, like, vlog your day. Like, I'm not saying it isn't difficult to make an interesting, but it's, like, well- edited and filmed vlog but like you also like physically do not have to do anything else for the video than just do what you're doing whereas like i think of the types of videos that we upload for tc2 and it requires a lot of planning uh like just like the whole process is a lot more production than other youtubers who just vlog basically what we are saying about high school is people should finish high school if they do decide to do online high school i guess that's up to them i don't feel like it's necessary but at the same time at least finish high school is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. So now we're moving on to college, sort of like the crossroads of like, you just finished high school, hopefully in a public school or wherever you're going. <laughs> um, and then you say, okay, should I go to college or should I not? And I think that why this is the like more controversial topic is because a lot of people, like college is sort of like the norm now. So people, one, assume that every YouTuber before they made it big on YouTube, they plan on going to college. And I sort of agree with, like, if you always intended to go to college, then, like, I feel like you should still go. Yeah, I agree. But But then there's also, you know, maybe they weren't planning on going to college, or maybe they were only going because they felt it was the norm, and they didn't have any other path that seemed viable. So then when YouTube popped up, they were like, hey, I actually have this other thing that I like more that I could pursue. So I think that the biggest thing that I have with this is, like, It bothers me a little bit, even though I know it's not really my place, but it bothers me a little bit when people definitely were planning on going to college, like being traditional and like, that's what they like, they planned on their whole life. Mm -hmm. And then some things change, they get some more followers and all of a sudden people care about what they're doing. And then they're like, this gives me like, that's all they see. And I feel like obviously they probably are considering more things behind the scenes, but because obviously I'm biased and I have my own personal opinion, I see things how I view them and that college is good and that like just because YouTube pops up you shouldn't just like only stick with that I feel like more things need to be considered and again maybe they are I just like I chose to do what I'm doing because like I weighed all my decisions and that's how it ended up being Mm -hmm. I think that another thing to consider is like I very much value education and I wonder how these YouTubers plan on gaining knowledge if they're not going to college obviously i know that kind of sounds like college is the only way to get new information here's what i feel like i hear a decent amount from youtubers like when youtubers make videos saying like i'm not going to college or why i didn't finish high school or whatever it may be i feel like they tend to have the mindset of like you don't even learn anything in high school you don't learn anything in college when am i ever gonna use the pythagorean theorem i hate when people say that it's just like okay imagine if you're someone that says that imagine having not gone to high school imagine having gone to no schooling you think you'd be the same person? You think you would have, like, any brain cells? <laughs> and then same thing with college. A lot of people will say you don't get anything out of college. Like, you're just paying for, like, a really expensive piece of paper. 
And I would disagree with this. I think that you get out of college and school in general what you put into it. If you're doing the bare minimum, getting C's in your classes, like obviously you're not learning a lot. You're not retaining information because you're getting C's. This isn't to like down anyone that like got a C and worked hard for it. But like I'm just talking like generally speaking, people that don't, like do not try hard in college. Or, this is like something based off of that. I've heard so many people say, oh, like I, this class was so easy. Like I didn't have to like, I didn't even want to work hard in the class because it was so easy. So I got like a C in it. That makes literally no sense. Like, tell me how if the class was so easy, you got to see in it. Because that I've literally heard people say that. And so other people will say, why don't we learn taxes in school? And why don't we learn, like, real-life things in school? And I'm not really against that. I just am saying, like, what we learn in school is still valuable. I value education. I value what I'm learning in college right now, especially because I'm, like, I actually am not paying that much for it because, like we said, we have a scholarship. But, like, normal people would be paying a lot for this information and going to these classes. So... It's interesting when people don't value education that much or don't want to put that much effort in because then they are still paying all this money. But at the end of the day, they get a degree, and sometimes that's honestly all you need in a job mm-hmm. to like, get you higher. But again, it kind of was like iffy on should you just like do something else because like college isn't for everyone. And yeah, like someone that's not someone that's not like in it to win it, should they go get that piece of paper because like it will probably still help them out or like go try you know, something else? It's like maybe, maybe not. It's yeah. different for everyone. And then another thing to consider is with YouTube, you don't really have any job security. Obviously, you can think of like the huge YouTubers being like, well, they're fine. Like everyone's going to keep watching them for forever. Or at least we already said the YouTubers that were the face of YouTube in like 2014, 2015 are not the face of YouTube today. Or people might have the mindset of at least like for the time that you are really big and like really popular, like you're going to have enough money anyways to, you know, you'll be fine. Whatever you figure out to do later on, like it doesn't really matter. But I feel like that like that doesn't touch on like the mental toll it still takes on people to see themselves like not becoming as popular because like even on our small scale that that's happened to us, it takes a lot out of people. That's why you see YouTubers getting burnt out. That's why you see more YouTubers taking frequent breaks because it's a lot to get yourself to upload and like receive. Not even like backlash because like honestly hate comments don't really get to me that much. I feel like it's more so honestly view count that really gets to me. Um, but it can be a weird cycle and like money isn't like the end all be all of like, okay, that's all that matters about YouTube. Another common thing that I hear YouTubers say is like, okay, YouTube is here now. I really just blew up. I'm going to run with this opportunity that I have because college will always be there. And yes, I do agree with that to a certain extent. I'm not saying just like give up on this opportunity, but I also think it's worth considering the fact that going to college when you're young is very different than going to college when you're older. Uh, just based off of our dad's experience, it's not the same as when you go to college His or right after. His 10-year college experience? Yeah, because when you <clears throat> do it when you're older, A, if you have a family, you're not going to be able to go to college quite as often as you normally would. Otherwise, you'll have to do, like, a full-time college thing where, like, you probably won't be able to work unless you, like, work full-time. Like, you're going to be really drained if you do that. I feel for the people that, like, do full-time job, full-time college student. Um, but, like, you won't have the fun social aspect of college everyone looks forward to and I feel like those aspects are really what help push you through college I like this is worth it you know I'm still having a good time even though like these classes are really hard and like if you just say I'll do college later you're I think you're not taking into account how much more difficult it will be also just like taking into account the fact that it will have been x many years since you did any sort of class related thing and like you'll have to sort of like remember everything that you learned in high school the only thing I really have to add to that is, again, I want to reiterate that I do agree with YouTubers want, like YouTubers wanting to say, I want to keep doing YouTube because it's doing well now. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. No one said you had to stop doing YouTube. It's just when you go and consider 
the whole potential, maybe I'll go to college aspect. It's tricky to me to like actually see someone saying, okay, yeah, in 10 years, I'll go back to college if I need to, when you're like genuinely missing out on such a good opportunity and like perfect timing for you to be going right now. Um, I feel like that would be the best time to go to college. I couldn't see myself going to college when I'm older, but again, everyone's different and maybe that's not like a driving factor. I just feel like when you're doing such a difficult thing, having those small aspects and like so many people and peers around you doing the same thing is like super motivating and like, you know, you're not alone. And I just feel like there's like a demographic for that. And like college students, like so many people are college students, whereas like not very many people are non-traditional older students. And yeah, I just feel like you'd probably be like less likely to finish and it would take longer. And then also to finish off this podcast, I wanted to jump back onto what Megan mentioned about just because you're going to college doesn't mean you need to quit YouTube. It's not really like a one or the other game as everyone makes it out to seem. Uh, clearly, Megan and I are playing both games right now. Mm-hmm. We're doing college and YouTube. So we wanted to give a little shout out to some other people that have shown that you can make both work. First, we want to give us <laughs> first. We want to give a special shout out to ourselves. I'm um, kidding, but like also being kind of honest because um, we also kind of wanted to put us and Brooklyn and Bailey kind of in like a similar category as far as we started YouTube when we were much younger, making videos centered around things that are not college or lifestyle related. I guess theirs is make maybe more lifestyle than ours, but like but they we make a like lot of skits and stuff. It's entertaining so. videos, purely made for entertainment. Like you have your own genre, kind of. So going to college like really does not intermix with making content whatsoever, which makes it really difficult. Because a lot of YouTubers, there is a market for. College. I apologize for background noise, but we're just gonna keep powering through this podcast, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is a market for college YouTubers, but I feel like the reason that we're separating ourselves and Brooklyn and Bailey out is because our content is different from that. Whereas with college YouTubers, they can vlog or like show them studying, do all these things that they do anyways, and like that's their YouTube. Not saying they don't have to put in other work to do that, but for like TC2 and Brooklyn and Bailey have to do this too. It requires like a lot of driving. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of production value behind it. And a lot more like a lot of planning or more intense editing. I mean, even that's where sometimes we have to like lack a little bit in our videos because if we're editing a video like right before it gets posted, we just don't have the time to put in the amount of editing we want mm-hmm. to. But we're vlogs, trying to get better about that. But vlogs really like don't require that much editing. Like you could put up a vlog, very minimal editing, cut the clips, don't have to color correct. Whereas like we do all that stuff in our normal videos and that in itself takes longer. We have even looked into like hiring an editor, but I feel like that kind of like makes the video less genuine and like seem more distant from the creator and as well as like I don't feel like we could we haven't found anyone that like really even would be able to do what we want to do and so we haven't looked into it that much just because I know we like editing our own videos but I really do applaud YouTubers that like make it work even if that means like getting an editor because trust me I've thought Mm -hmm. about it it's hard to fit everything in your schedule and when you know you have to be the one recording the video and filming it you're like okay let me give someone else like the editing and then I can go study or something like that. Mm -hmm. Some other YouTubers who are not really in the same boat as us in Brooklyn and Bailey would be Danielle Care. Daniel, oh my gosh. (laughs) Me and Megan have this thing where we, like, cannot say Daniel or Danielle. Whenever I want to say Daniel, I say Danielle. (laughs) And whenever I want to say Danielle, I say Daniel. And it keeps happening. Danielle Carolyn is who I meant to say. Uh, She's a college lifestyle YouTuber. And then I also wanted to bring up Sydney, Sydney Serena, I guess in a different boat as, like, a college YouTuber or like the kind of YouTuber that we are because she's pursuing YouTube mainly, but she's continuing to pursue college classes online. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that when she graduated high school, she had like two years worth of college done. So great for her. 
And then she decided to move to LA and finish college online. And I think that's still great. Like mm-hmm. do something that again, me and Sister, we value higher education. So having her finish college, get a degree while also still being like, this is what's best for my YouTube channel. I think that's really a great option. And she's doing it kind of like on her own time yes. because again, she's doing it online. And then the last person that we wanted to bring up was Natalie Barbie. I thought she was an interesting Janine one. Janine kind of fits to, in this too. Who? Janine Amapola. Yeah. So these are people who have finished college and like they were doing YouTube throughout college. Uh, and then I don't know if Janine Amapola ever... She didn't. Wanted, okay. So Natalie Barbu did get some sort of like engineering consulting thing, uh, nine to five job right out of college. Uh, and then she recently just decided that she was going to quit her job and pursue YouTube full time. Except in addition to YouTube, it was also... Like, she's trying to start her own business as well. So expanding off of that and not just doing YouTube, but knowing that she wants to be her own boss. And that also kind of, like, plays into the job security that we were talking about earlier. She's not just relying on YouTube. Because, like, that's a huge thing for me is, like, again, I think PT is a great fit for me because I want to have that job security at the end of the day. And I want to know how much money I'm going to be able to bring home at the end of the year. Or I guess something that I kind of meant to touch on more in this podcast, but I haven't, is, like, you you can't turn YouTube off. YouTube is always on being your own boss. Like you are never done working the amount of like times that it's like 10 o'clock at night or one in the morning that I'm like, oh, now I'm going to like work on YouTube stuff or really just like you don't have your own schedule kind of. So like things come up whenever and you work on things whenever. And I feel like it's hard to even like turn off thinking of ideas or knowing you have like an idea you have to come up with like in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's like a stressful cycle. Whereas when you have an actual job, especially this is one of the things I love about PT is you get to come home and you get to like turn off. You get to like mm-hmm. not Unless worry you about have to it. Chart, but whatever. Um, obviously, I know different jobs like you can do that to a certain extent, or you make maybe you still have to come home and do work. Like, like our dad never turns off; he's always like thinking about work. But like I'm saying, I know that's something that's going to be important to me in the future when I have a family and when I want to like be involved. I want to be able to come home and say, "Now I'm like at home, and I'm not going to worry about work." And you can't really get that with YouTube. Or again, something that I like about PT is the potential to work part-time, knowing that you still have a steady income based off of your part-time hours, but also, you know, again, who knows what the future holds for me, or even if I just want to be more involved with my family, then I have more time in that sense, while also knowing like, okay, I'm earning this much money, and that's again, really important to me. So back to Natalie Barbu, she did quit her job to like go through this other path of YouTube and stuff, and she also like was doing YouTube still while she was working. And I think that it's still really admirable to me and Megan. We always think, like, if you get your degree and then, like, you try and work this 9-to-5 thing and you realize it's not for you, like, then I feel like it's much safer to venture out and, like, try this endeavor that you weren't sure about. Yeah, because she's tried something. She has a passion that she still, like, wants to pursue and she's not going in blindly. Like, she's considered all aspects. She even said, like, her taking a job was, like, her being able to, like, save up money to have some instability at first by like not pursuing YouTube right away and so I feel like that's smart I feel like by her working on also a business aspect not just like a YouTube channel is a huge thing because Mm -hmm. again YouTube channels like you just don't know versus like a business is something that you can have something be more sustainable have clients for and just like you're developing revenue other than just like from AdSense Again, the last person we mentioned was Janine Amapola. She graduated from college. She also did YouTube like throughout college and then decided she wanted to do YouTube full-time after college without going to like do a different job beforehand. And I still like I have Same no with problem with this, you guys. Theory. Yeah. There's like there's many people that decide to do this. I apologize for the footsteps. Um we're about to wrap up, so hopefully it's not going to annoy you guys too much. 
But I think that, again, getting the education, pursuing all options and looking at everything you have to maybe pursue in the future or get an idea of, I'm going to do YouTube now, but I'm, I've studied this. I feel comfortable in this field, and so I could do that in the future. And then you've already done it, and you don't have to like worry about going back to college. Mm-hmm. What a relief that must what be. What a relief. You already did it. You already did the hard school, and now you just get to decide what works best for you. Um, that's really why I think if you're going to do YouTube full-time, I'm pretty partial. Like, just do it with college for, like, three or four years. Do what Sydney Serena's doing. You know? Um, I really do value college education. I think I've made that pretty clear. That's why me and Sierra are doing that. Because, again, I think that you, if you put effort into it, you genuinely are going to learn more. If you want to learn more about creating a business, do entrepreneurial stuff. I also just want to mention, like, we included how we did YouTube and high school at the same time by taking breaks. I also forgot to mention that in college this semester, we actually... Uh, went on a trip for YouTube-related stuff by going to New York with NBC oh, yeah. during the school week, which was a little stressful, but, but we it made was doable. It work. So I just think that goes to show that you can do both. Or in Granted, college... I know you'll be able to take as many trips as you would normally. Or in college, you still have breaks. You have mm-hmm. a summer, you have your winter break, which is like a month long, and so you have those little breaks, spring break, Thanksgiving break, that you've really only got like... I mean, and you have weekends too... But, again, you have breaks, and it's not like you can't fit stuff into a schedule or say, okay, I have a big thing I have to plan. I'm going to do that when I have a huge amount of time off because you can do it. Um, at least that's what me and Sierra think. Again, not everyone has to agree with this opinion. I know it, that we can't, like we came off as heavily pushing you know, this is the whole college should be. thing. But, but this is our opinion. You are free to have your own. If you are a person in high school who's considering between college and YouTube, which would be kind of surprising because I would be interested to know if we have any listeners that are pondering that. Or a quick side note, if you're in high school, let's say, and you're wanting to start a YouTube channel, even in college, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. I feel like it's hard now when people see all these people, like, seeing YouTube as a successful job already from the start is kind of, you know, troubling or, like, it makes it seem, like, less genuine. Whereas years ago when we started, like no one even thought of YouTube as being like an actual job. We didn't even know you could get paid from YouTube until like a couple years in. And so obviously you can still start a YouTube channel if you want to. Just like go into it with like more being passionate about what you're making. And with good intentions because nothing might happen or a lot might happen and you have no idea. But don't pursue it if you're just like my job, like I want my dream job to be a YouTuber. I don't think that's going to get you very far. Um, just if you actually want to make videos and you actually have stuff you want to share, then I say go for it. Yep. So to wrap up, number one question that we're trying to answer is, do we regret going to college? Answer, no. No. I'm happy we chose to go to college. I do not regret it. Actually, me and Sierra are going into our very last year of undergrad this year. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. We're graduating in three years. I believe we've said that before, but if you didn't know, this will be our last year of undergrad. And then hopefully on to grad school for two and a half to three years. And even then, we'll have to see where we can where take the road YouTube, takes us. where this podcast <clears> goes. <throat> um, Megan and I are definitely more open-minded to continuing whatever endeavors we want. Than we used to be, especially. Yeah. Like, we used to... Honestly, you guys, we thought when we went to college, we were going to stop YouTube. Like, we were straight up, like, summer... We'll just quit. <laughs> like, we were just going to stop because we wanted to just, like, live kind of, quote-unquote, a normal life. Well, I was thinking, I was like, there's no way I can do both. Yeah. But at the same time, it became more so, like, I really like, like, YouTube has been a part of our lives since we were in seventh grade. I couldn't imagine, like, not doing that. And I feel like 
again, making videos and stuff like that is just something I enjoy doing on the side, whether it's like vlogging like we do on Megan and Sierra, making big production videos on the Channel 62, TC2, or like small videos that I like doing for my IGTV. I just like doing that kind of stuff. I couldn't imagine not recording all that stuff because it's something that I go and look back on. Like I watch my old videos all the time. I'm not afraid to say that because I like being able to document that stuff and look back on it and be like, wow, this is like so long ago and I've changed so much since then or having a memory to Mm -hmm. look back on. Kind of embarrassing with some videos, but overall it's pretty fun. So again, that's why we chose to start YouTube. That's why we decided to keep doing YouTube and that's why we're more open-minded to continuing to do other creative endeavors on top of pursuing higher education. Um, I just want this like overall, if I had to pick like one overall message for this podcast, I would be, you shouldn't have to pick between YouTube and education. Or I would also kind of say, this is again more of an overarching theme, but you only live one life and you can honestly like switch paths at any point. So if you pick YouTube now, if we pick PT now, you can change that at any point. Again, I feel pretty set in pursuing PT. That's why I'm doing it. But like, for example, um, Ken Jong, he went to medical school, like legit medical school, was a doctor. And then he's like, actually, I want to be a comedian. And, like, no one is there to tell you otherwise because you are living your own life. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just, like, want to live with no regrets and making sure that you're actually doing what you want to be doing, which is just something that's encouraged me to be more, like, open to doing anything. maybe the lesson in that is maybe just pursue YouTube and don't go to college. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We don't really know. Again, we're starting to become more open-minded as well. So this was just, like, an interesting thought topic. You guys heard our thought exercise. We would love to hear your opinions on the According to podcast. Um, Instagram. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's just at According to. It should be listed in the description. Also, go ahead and give our personal Instagrams a follow. They're also listed in the the description. And if you guys want to give your comments about this episode, there should be a feed post on According to about this episode that you can talk about this. Other than that, we will listen. We will have that said. We'll listen, listen to you guys. I thought I really had it. I was like, I'm not gonna say see you guys. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.